0: Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth, with each other and with the divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation.
1: My name is Moses Ahobokile Noaka from Tanzania. I come from to, from the Southern Highlands of Tanzania. That's where I originate in Tanzania. And now I live in Morogoro. Um, Kilombero. Morogoro is like um it's like a state and uh Kilombelo is like um part of a state and the city I come from is Ifakala. That's where I live and I work there as a pastor in our church in Langa Kilombero Diocese. I'm working now as a to the bishop. It's not my first time to come here to Akamut Hoden Village. It's my second time. We have a relationship with one of the synods of um, ELCA, That's East Washington and Idol Synod. Uh, we work as a brothers and sisters in our companionship. Normally they do visit our know, diocese in Tanzania, and also we do visit them here in the U.S. Just to get to, to give a picture of Tanzania, Tanzania is in, in East Africa, um, bordering in the north Kenya, and to the, in the east we have our Indian Ocean, in the south of Mozambique, to the west we have the Democratic Republic of Congo, Rwanda, and, uh, and the Burundi. It's, um, it is where the the highest mountain in Africa is, Kilimanjaro. So um, just remember, the loaf of Africa is in in Tanzania. The main seat in Tanzania is Dar es Salaam. Where if you take a plane, we can land. Normally, taking away from Dar es Salaam to where our base is based, it takes by a drive of now uh, nine to ten hours and. Normally, part of the, the road is unpaved, un- so you pass through Tamak Road. In some areas, the road is not even paved, so it takes such long hours through. Then, you will pass in one of the national parks in Tanzania, the combination National parks so you can enjoy the beauty of our country. You'll see giraffes, you'll see elephants, you'll see, if you are lucky enough, lions. But of course you'll see zebras. That's on the way to Ifakara, where our the headquarters of our diocese is. In our church, we normally have cathedrals, unlike, unlike our friends here, but read by bishop as it is here. From our side, it's like we cannot live on our own. In African philosophy, we talk about I am because we are you can't make it alone. In all incidents in our, in our in our social life, like during the time of funerals, in, in other difficult situations, we, we normally join hands together. And anyone who's maybe going against it, the society can severely punish him him or her, not necessarily by bringing him to court or somewhere, but the same social punishment uh, will just make him or her come, come to be on board again. When we say about partnership in our context, we say no one can, can afford to any success without support from their colleagues. We can only achieve whichever is in front of us if we can join hands together and work together as brothers and sisters. And that's why also in our country you see even Christians and Muslims still come together and live harmoniously. Because you know we, we, we consider ourselves as sisters and brothers. And you know in Tanzania Muslims is a significant part too. It's one third of Tanzanians are, are Muslims. The way the nation was built, the way our first president built their beauty the nation is like yes we do have various denominations, but we are Tanzanians. We are one. When a Muslim is in a problem, that's your problem too. When a Christian has a problem, it's a problem of Muslims too. So in any situation, when there are some groups which will try their level best to make sure that Christians and Muslims will go into conflict, to go maybe into fighting to each other, normally they are not being successful because of this particular philosophy which brought us together in in your country. That's why Tanzania is one of the peaceful countries in Africa. Hardly you see Tanzanians into conflict with each other or even to to fight each other, even tribal conflict because of the, this philosophy of living together as sisters and, and the brothers.
2: My name is Eliud Payuela. I'm a pastor from Mulanga, Kilombero, Diocese. Before coming to be a pastor, I was worked as an evangelist for three and a half years. Now an evangelist a bit you can compare with the LOCA like a deacon, but some, there is some sort of different because an evangelist in our church, especially Lutheran in Tanzania, is a backbone of development of the church. Evangelists are the one who really dealing with um, door-to-door evangelism, sometimes taking care for the congregants in the very uh, grassroots there. So really, they working very, very, very hard so as to make sure that they may gather people going outside the church, making a dialogue and a discussion with different people, Christian and non Christians. Even though sometimes we have Christians, which we call uh, backsiders, they do believe uh, they have been baptised and maybe passing through confirmation classes, and they enjoyed the church activities, but sometimes Due to the different uh, situation, they may not again attend to the church. So, we called them backsiders. The work of evangelists, again, to visit this kind of Christians to stimulate them so as they can again participate in the church as it was before. So, this is really the work which evangelists are mostly doing. And then I walked into my Lutheran seminary. So, I worked there almost nine years and a half before I was a director for the seminary. Then I was just teaching Bible knowledge in secondary school and then other uh, theological studies in Bible school till first April this year, whereby I have been transferred to a certain parish, which my dear friend here mentioned that is cathedral. So I'm a chaplain and uh, Pastor Moses Nwaka is a pastor in charge in that parish. So really, you asked why are we here? We have been invited by our Christian brothers and sisters here in USA, especially Eastern Washington, Washington, Idaho. We have been chosen by the diocese to present again the diocesan leadership there, our leaders. So as we may share together, our strength, weaknesses, and how can we go together to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior. The growing of the church, especially Lutheran church in our area, it is, to my concept, it may be be led by two things. First of all, I was born in Lutheranism. My father was a, a Lutheran Christian, likewise my mother. So I born there as a Lutheran. Another thing which really lead to uh, the spread of the Lutheran is evangelism. We are doing, as I said, door-to-door evangelism, preaching the gospel. We, we called there air preaching. We went somewhere in the town or village, and then we had this public preaching in the, the, the centers, sometimes interior there. And again, uh, even, Christians themselves, they they are engaging in evangelism between their neighbors. Once we recognize that your neighbor is not a Christian, so you try to share with him or her what you believe and then he or she may be attracted and join to your faith. So this is how we are doing.
1: Just to add, just to add, um, it's true that now Lutheran Church in Tanzania has 6.5 Lutheran members, maybe they're more than that now. And once also I had the same, I heard the same idea in the past two years when I was here in the discipleship conference there. Some of the points Edward said, of course, are the last ones, but I've tried some few of them then from there. Third, from what he said, is we have revival groups too. Uh, in, in our church we try to incorporate revival groups in the church, so there are several of them. Of course, they do sometimes have a different perspective in the understanding, but they work hard to to spread the gospel too. So that helps too because we try to, to appropriate revival groups in the church. A revival group where those Christians are, are born again groups, it's like in some churches they are being maybe out. We try to appropriate them and try to make sure that, of course, we try to teach them and make sure they feel at home. In the, in the, in the, in the cause, they find themselves making a lot of evangelism too. And we have another house to house to house a gathering. House to house a gathering is a sort of um, a system established by the church where Christians in their cell they can they can meet together maybe in tens in twenties they can gather at least once per week and they share the word of Christ together. It's like that in in in, in Acts of Apostles they gathered in house to house. So we established that, and this makes. Uh, many also coming to Christ because they do invite their, their their neighbors, even those who are not Christians. They invite them in a gathering, and the process. Men also, when they share with the of Christ, are being converted. So I was just trying to add some of this stuff. Again, we have some these uh, seminars. We have we have like in in, in each parishes, we do have seminars, seminars, which on gospel seminars. We invite some. Um, preachers or pastors from some other places we gather in, in the evenings maybe for, we can be maybe this week would we will, will be whatever uh, um, goes gospel seminar, for example, and then somebody will invite from somewhere and she or he will come and teach and so the other people will be invited from other places at all, from other denominations and from Christians, they will come and they will come and listen in the whole week maybe in the evenings. And then through that, men, men also are being converted into Christianity. In, this, in the similar way to us, so we, do, we do have gospel. Uh, uh, um, I mean, opening gospel gatherings. An opening gospel gathering can be in outside, in, in, in any in square, for example, in a market or in a place where many people do gather. Um, in, in maybe in a football pitch, anywhere. We just get permission from the authorities, and then a preacher, maybe from within or from outside is invited and his preachers would put those big speakers and so the word goes far away and so in the, the cause, many people do do come to Christ. Another thing, we have encouraged this praying for those who are in problems in the church.
2: Yeah.
1: In Sundays, we do have also a, a chance for those who are having problems to come for prayers. This helps a lot because some just do come for prayers, even them who, who are not Christians too. For example, some are possessed by this evil spirit, so to say, maybe it's not something common in, uh, in here. But in, in Tanzania, it's a very common phenomenon, exorcism. So some do come in the church just for that. Some are being troubled by those evil spirits, and um, they've used a lot of their money to just to get to get to it, and they haven't succeeded. Just hearing that in the church... People are praying for the sick. People are praying for those who are possessed by evil spirits. You see, they will come. Even the Muslims will come. So so those are some of the additions I want to add. I want to add how, why the church is spreading. One point very important. We have tried our best to make the youth be a very strong, very strong in the church. They are the majority in the church. We give them a chance really to show their contribution. And the youth... In our church, those are the majority. Even in those 6.5, most of those are youth, and they're just doing a very big job. The point with youth is to be careful is to try to make them live in their world. We try to accept, to, to, to understand them, and accept their contribution and their ideas. In that way, they feel home in the church. We don't like to, to make them live like those people of the 1930s. No, it's their time. They think differently from the old people, but, but they are part and the past of the church. So we try to incorporate whichever contribution they are trying to give to the church and accept them as they are and work with them in the cause. They've been wonderful and they contribute a lot in the church. Sometimes even some projects they will do themselves. We may even sit and they can do everything themselves. It's good that you talked to us in this way you understand us. Of course, it's not easy to take up everything it's from our partnership because for example this project we are taking in this Assembly Hall and dining hall project, this is one of the joint effort for our partnership. We we that's our our it's a
0: community
2: name. place? Go yeah, in yeah. fact,
1: a school is a secondary school. Oh wow. To so we had this. And that's uh, in your char- hometown? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's no, it's not. It's in in a bit one fifty kilometers from where we live. Oh wow. But that's part of our um, one of the mission units, and so we have a secondary school where did, we didn't have a dining hall, and so that was one of our our challenge. So our friends here, we talked together and and we thought this would be one of our joint project. So it's like a joint project to get some support from here, from friends here, and so that we're building, my friend, they said, the dining hall and the assembly hall, which is really a very big one down there. We do have some challenges when we try to approach together to overcome those challenges. For us, that's our partnership or companionship is. Together, together with our friends, we can make it, and so we're working together with That that. So, Oh, yes, I'd say thank you for taking us in, and we appreciate it.
0: Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information, or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.